when Bill died, he asked me to preach his funeral. Well, I'd never met Bill. When that happens, it, it just seems sad. You really ought to know the person whose funeral you're preaching. Well, Bill must have been a good guy. Some years ago, um, before anybody remembered, he'd seen fit to join our church. I visited his daughter to plan the funeral service and the burial. His daughter was sitting across the room from me. She seemed, you know, nice enough. But she was the clearly the responsible type. She had a tidy, modest yard, a rust-free car, impeccable manners. What left me a little cold was the way she talked about her dad. And I'm sure she loved him and missed him, but you just you couldn't tell by the way she talked about him. I felt like a police detective trying to wring facts out of a stubborn witness. So this was going to be hard. The funeral was going to be a cold, utilitarian thing like getting a license at the Secretary of State. But you just can't bury someone without ceremony like you open a can of tuna. At a funeral, people expect eulogy. Eulogy means praise. It means, it means saying good things. A funeral with a vacuum where eulogy belongs just never seems right. No matter how much orthodox Christian truth the pastor communicates, in the air of a funeral without eulogy hangs the dissonance everyone can feel. And over the years, I've learned that including eulogy in a funeral is like the satisfaction of resolving a chord in music. So if I had to rely on Bill's daughter, everyone was going to leave the funeral with a sense something was missing. So I interview her for about a half an hour. I'm about to give up and settle on sort of a generic memorial. What else can I do? That's when I stumble on a clue. I ask her, I said, does Bill have any friends around here? And she answers, well, yeah, he has this uh, lady friend. I got the address of Bill's lady friend, and I went over to pay her a visit. She was a delightful, colorful little lady. She was lively. She was social. She was verbal. She was bright. And she supplied me with all the notes and quotes and anecdotes I needed. Now I was getting somewhere. I knew I'd be able to insert enough feeling, warmth, emotion to comfort those who would gather to pay their respects to Bill we'd be able to do his memory justice. During our conversation, she says something that I've always thought was a little parable of Christian cooperation. She says, you know, Bill really couldn't see very well, but he had a driver's license. And my eyes, well, they're pretty good, but I can't drive. So together, we got along, got around pretty well. I almost choked on my tea at the idea of an elderly man who couldn't see aiming his big car along the road at the direction of an elderly lady who couldn't drive. Because of their age, there's some things they, they couldn't do, but they didn't let that ground them. They learned to work together, combine strengths and weaknesses. And working together, they managed to get around pretty well. 